there's seven of us. So our main goal tonight is to review the eligibility applications that are before us. Um, at the end of the night, basically, we're going to get to a point where we go and vote. It's going to be simple, a yes or a no for the applications that come before us. And that will just determine to move them on to the next stage, which is the funding application. So <clears throat> I guess just introducing our committee again. My name is Rob Liebash, chair of the committee. Jenny Russell, vice chair. Pete Jackson. Wendy Garfield. Brenda Wells. Kathleen McDonald. Advisor. Your advisor. Council. Council. Julia Gatlin, clerk. I'm counting it. Take care. Right. Um, so, meeting minutes approval for November 2nd minutes. Uh, Julia sent those out last week. Any comments or, I know Pete had some edits that, that were made. I printed for a schedule. I have put out a proposal for a fiscal year 2024 schedule, just knowing how we went about this year. It's just a preliminary schedule. So we'll review that. Um, we'll look at the 2023 budget again. I, I'm sure we all know kind of where our budget is, but and also just the kind of division of funding that we're looking at. Um, and then we'll look at the fiscal year 2023 updated application tracker. So I think we're all I was very happy that we've gotten 14 applications to, to date. Two of those we, we have ruled out, and, and possibly a, a third we might be ruling out as well. Um, so we'll review that again. It's been printed out, Julia. I asked Julia to print it. So every, all of you have that in your packet tonight to look at. So it's in front of you. And I have transferred over some of the files. If we have any questions or anything that we need to look at in the applications, we can bring it up. Um, and then, I'm sorry. Yeah, fourteen. So we had not on you. So we had fourteen. Two were ruled out. So I'll I'll go over those. I'll okay. go over. I'll, I will go through that, and you'll see kind of an update where those are. Um, and then, and then. So as a part of this process, um, I would like to bring up this traffic light categorization. That's basically just to focus focus us on these projects. I'd like to take a quick vote on the projects just to kind of either green light, yellow light, red light, and I'll go through those categories. It's basically just to focus us so that when we go to vote, I'd like to take all the green, <laughs> the green categories, which we feel like are, are there, just to get them out of the way, and then we'll, we can speak to the yellow and the red light projects. So that those are more towards the end of the, end of the uh, discussion. So we've all seen this schedule. We, where we are tonight is at November 16th, where we're gonna be reviewing all these applications. This will be our last uh, meeting for the year in 2022. We will um, come together again sometime uh, January 25th, I guess would be good now to get that on our calendar. Um, if there's any, does anyone have any issues with that date? I know it's a ways out, but 
and it's it's a Wednesday. We're keeping with the I keeping with the Wednesday evenings, um, but we can go ahead and schedule that date for now, um, and that's when we will be reviewing the funding applications. So for any of the applications that we move forward tonight, they will have a, a little less than two months. It's about two months to get us back the funding applications, which are due um, January 13th, and that's been pushed out two weeks. I've given them up, you know, another two weeks. Um, originally, we had like January 1st, and that's been updated on online now as well. And then just thinking through this, we we split it up. I think it worked pretty well by doing some of the applications one night and then another applications another night. We're going to keep with that review and then have a, so it's basically three meetings, and then February 25th have the final review of like what projects we will be pushing forward to go to town meeting, um, and. May 1st, I think, is, is a scheduled uh, Springtown meeting, which will be the projects that we vote to go forward and fund. That's My when we'll be voting. Roman says February 25th is uh, Saturday? No, January 25th. January 25th. Okay. February, if February 25th, did you say February 25th was a Saturday? Yeah. That might be wrong. That might be wrong on here. Could be. But in any case, I'll try and keep two every two Wednesdays, so it's similar to this. But we, the good thing is, we we will have off for December, so we won't have the holidays and, and things like that. Um, and right now, we'll keep those kind of dates scheduled. Is it possible that we could meet a little bit later on Wednesdays instead of six thirty? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with if. I would prefer like seven if we can do seven. I would as well. Um, Not a big deal. But I don't yeah. Wednesdays are going to be on for me. Okay. Do you get a date from the town as to when they would be closing the war for the main meeting? I think they were even discussing it last night, so I'm not sure if it's. Okay. Because that's that's our deadline. We have so to have articles submitted by then. I think we'll have enough time, but it'll be. If we if we can wrap it up by the end of February, I think we'll, it'll be it'll be closed. But we should be fine. But often, you know, if they know that an article is coming, that well, you can hold, you can have you can have a placeholder that doesn't yeah. have all the details and just yeah. has the basic. Yeah, yeah we want to have a space to yeah. So, um, so the January twenty fifth that date looks good. The ne the next one January is not good for you. Um, February 8th would be the next one, and it's February 22nd is the date, is the next Wednesday. So you're at February 25th, it is a Saturday. So the important date, you know, if we don't make all these meetings, I think it's okay, but I think like tonight, it's an important date. February 22nd is going to be an important date. Um, and right now, it's just kind of preliminary. So is we'll that, put it there. Is Ash Wednesday? I don't know if that's an issue for people, but. Not an issue. Not an issue. 22nd. We'll just feel more charitable that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be eating you know, beef. We can have fish. Fish served. Yeah. We'll be having filet mignon. All right. So let's let's assume for now the January 25th date set, and we'll we'll put that we'll we'll change that to seven o'clock for Wendy. And uh, just for me, that's just for Wendy. Yeah. Uh, well, this year for me, I'd say 10 and 30. 
<laughs> the only problem is that the library kicks us out at 8.30. So we want to not have to meet here. I'd prefer if we could meet in either of the two spaces. Like the library is a much nicer spot for the public to come to. Um, so seven, I think, is good. Oh, I mean, it'll give us an hour and a half, yeah. and then we'll, we'll be we'll be pretty. I'll, I'll be strict on the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, la and last, if anyone who came to our last meeting, it was a it, it kind of got off the rails a little bit. So we'll just we'll keep focused on the time. <laughs> the time. For, Anything for you can do in two hours, you can do in an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. So. Um, <laughs> so just looking ahead a little bit, um, and the only reason why I did this is to make sure that, so whatever we vote for tonight, just assuming that some projects aren't ready to go, there really is only three to six months with this new proposed timeline for eligibility applications. So what I set up was the keeping three, day, three months open for eligibility applications and then keeping the three months open for funding. Like right now, we only have two months. So, but that gives our committee time, which like three meetings in between, you know, we kind of built that into the schedule. So eligibility applications would open up in March. They would close on June 1st. That's where that um, three to six months come, comes in for um, applicants to come in for that. We would review the eligibility applications between June and July. And then the funding application would open up in August, would go to, uh, they would be due in November, and then we would start this whole thing. So, you know, maybe there might be some room in here. I just wanted to throw it out there. And, and the, the main point is what's at the top of the slide is that, you know, three to six months isn't a lot of time with holidays and stuff for, for applicants to go at this again, especially if they're, um, things just aren't ready. It might take them some time and they can go in for the next round of funding. Are we required to do twice a year? Are we required to do what twice a year? The application. The applications. I mean, I think this would only be this would be in the new. This, this would be a new year. year. Yeah, this right. is the next fiscal year. So. Fiscal twenty four. It's just moving it up in the year. Yeah. So I, I think because we were so far behind, we were a little bit far behind this year that we didn't really open up our eligibility application until a lot later. So this is kind of pushing it more towards the beginning of. Because we had the plan, you know, we had to get, rid of, get the plan done. And you could, if there was a fall meeting, you could have, in some, like Plymouth, for example, they usually did the CPA articles in the fall, not the, not the spring, because, you know, it just sort of was better for everybody's mental health. Um, but, um, so you could you could do your, you know, your grants, and, and if you did a special inside the inside the fall, they could, you could vote that money then. Um, Just trying to 
give us build this in a, a little bit more time yeah. and knowing that we're gonna be meeting um, we're still gonna have to meet quite a bit between the applications and stuff but um, I mean I think I like the schedule I, I think the only thing I would raise totally as a question is, is whether or not after this first year we want to evaluate uh, and discuss whether we want a two-stage, yeah, right? Not every town does a two-stage application. I think there's some clear advantages to it in terms of feedback, um, but, and also allowing us to focus on the, the applications that are that make it to the second stage, which presumably is a slightly narrower group. Um, but but I, you know, it does add some work for us as a committee and some work for the applicants because they have to so, so I you know I'm not I don't have a strong opinion personally, but I think it seems to me that's a worthy discussion for us to say do we need a two track or not two track but the two stage process. I think it's certainly helped a lot of these early projects. For some projects, maybe it, it wasn't needed, but I think even tonight it'll bring to bring to head some issues. And then, you know, I, I personally like the two-step, and I know a lot of towns or cities do it too. So, but it's worth the discussion. It's worth the discussion. Yeah. Once we get through a first yeah. round or something, yeah. it's worth the discussion. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think you, I, I agree. I think the feedback part is really um, helpful. I, I think you could accomplish that without necessarily having two deadlines. Yeah. Um, or, or even having like these two review periods, like right. maybe there's a way to streamline it a little bit instead of, but. It's a little more individualized and you, you have a session with applicants, you know, you know, or a group of applicants and you give them 30 days to come back with a revised plan or something. Again, I don't have a strong opinion one way or another, but yeah, we should be, since we're early and you know, this is our first year, we should be. I think from the applicant's point of view, getting the feedback that you know you really are not an appropriate um, use for this money uh, or your yeah. application is out of not in the range of anything we would do saves right up front. Saves them work. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I think that's, that's the good thing for, that's for somebody point. to go to the stage of a full yeah. application and the time and effort put into True. it. True. It's a lot more said you're ineligible or, <laughs> right. you know, it's, yep. the project's not ready to go. Yeah. Oh, so, that's that. So, that is a good point. But there's also some things like, you know, I don't know, other towns that have, like, you know, you can put in these applications, eligibility applications, all year long or whatever. Right. Um, I like having the time period though too because to be honest if you gave someone a year they'd probably sit on it for a year until the <laughs> deadline happened. Um, which we saw even in this eligibility sure. application we got a whole bunch in that last right. week or two weeks so um, okay. I like having the deadline. Yeah. In any case um, the, 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 the main point is that if we stick to this so we'll get three to six months for uh, ap applicants to come forward. So. The budgets, I'm not gonna go over the whole thing again. The total available funding that we're looking at is $1.73 million. And if you were to equally distribute that in the three buckets, it would be around $576,000. Um, just good numbers for us to keep um, 
in front of us as, it, as we look at the um, applications that have come before us. So, Tom, to answer your question, these were the 14 applications that came before us. Yeah, I just figured it out. The, so, so, the, so unfortunately, yeah, the, the Milton Library, we've already um, discussed that, and, and um, yeah. that wasn't eligible. Um, and then the Squantum Gateway, um, similarly, wasn't eligible. Sidewalk, it's yeah. a whole bunch of a whole bunch of issues with that project. So we have gone ahead and emailed them letters already and told them that they weren't eligible. Um, so before us tonight. And, and what's printed, we have 12 projects total. Um, and I, so, yeah. I just have a question uh, that maybe others can reflect on and maybe not come up with an answer, but I'm curious about whether anybody has any insights about uh, why the open space group is larger than uh, some of the other groups, a uh, number of applications. It typically is. Is that just? Yeah. 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 A lot of them are smaller, and you know, there's just a lot of things out there. Sometimes there's right, yeah, there's right. That's that's traditionally the case. Okay. I think my disappointment is not that exactly, but that we didn't have any open space proposals. <laughs> there's not a lot of open space. What, what, what <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, somebody's you know dropping some open space on the market. I mean, we don't really have a lot. Of, you know, we don't have a lot of. And the one that space, just happened, we did. You know, I did it. space to be looked at and it can be conservation restrictions, it could be easy access easements. Yeah, but somebody has to apply. Someone has to do it. That's right. Oh, absolutely. You know, and and so, I'm disappointed so, that there were no applications. Well, you know, in, in Wendy's experience, she knows the chair of Plymouth and he's a real estate broker. So he goes out and yep. he hunts mm -hmm. yeah, for, for, for spots. And so he comes to the CPC himself right. with the deal in hand. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's up to Plymouth is also 100 square miles. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has a lot of land. A lot of land. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so as I said, we all printed out the, t the 12 uh, projects that are before us tonight. I want to just kind of go over the, uh, at least the process that I see that to get it to organize us in our review. and. It's, it's pretty simple, it's just a traffic light categorization, but green light projects are ready for funding. And all of these projects we'll discuss as a committee, but I'd like to categorize them in under these three things because these are really the goals of the projects are to accomplish, it's to accomplish the goals of the CPA, establish a schedule, a budget's provided with itemization of major components, Additional funding sources have been identified, committed, or under consideration, and there is support from town boards or, or uh, community support. So a yellow light project may be on the bubble, right? It, it may not have all of those five pieces. You know, there might not be additional funding sources. There may not be an itemized budget. It might be just a, a you know, a more, um, you know, generalized estimate. And it might even be missing some support from either town boards or, or community supports. And red lights are a red light would be a project that just has to has hurdles to overcome, and further discussion and commentary are to be discussed. So that is going to fail in some of those categories, just in general. Um, 
So I'd like to do is, is kind of go through these projects and take a vote tonight, like early on in this, to see where people lie. I'll leave up the I'll leave up the green light, yellow light, red light, just so everyone can see. But let's let's kind of go through, and I'll go through from the from the first down to number twelve. So I think you got it all printed out. So for the affordable housing trust, before you start, yeah, can I just I'm um, sorry, I I'm gonna make a statement about um, recusal. Yeah. Um, I do not think. Those of us who represent various boards should recuse right. on those issues. I know Pete, two meetings ago, recused himself because of a financial, a, a it's professional financial. interest in you know, financial exactly. interest, which you know, is totally appropriate. And but I, I just thought it would be good to publicly discuss that. I think just no, because it's, it's somebody's on <laughs> Parks and Rec doesn't mean they should recuse themselves from all yeah. Parks and Rec. You know, no, 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 you're right. And there's, there's, so there's six, in my, there's six in members. My opinion. No, no, no. No, I think that's true. I mean, the reason yeah. you have. That's the reason we're on the committee. That's the reason why you're on the committee. Yeah, you so. don't have a financial interest in the decision. Right. See, my problem is that I'm a paid right. consult on that project, yeah. so I shouldn't be involved. Yeah, yeah, no, that was no totally problem. appropriate. But anybody yeah. else. But I think it did come up, though. It, it did come yeah. up in one yeah. of our yeah. earlier conversations. Um, and so. That was my opinion. Yeah. There's, if there's no, if there's no financial interest, and the fact is, there's six members on this board that everyone gets a vote. If you have a financial interest, that's a different story. Right. So, yeah. one of the, one of the projects that yeah. that's on here, Pete will recuse himself. Yeah. I think all the rest are open. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you would have to recuse yourself right. from seven. Right. Right. Yeah, I think it. So <laughs> I just wanted I, again because we're new yeah. and because this is new to the town and to town residents, I think it's important to just put that out there. And, and, sure people understand why we're not using ourselves. <laughs> so, I agree. Okay. So um, that came up, and then I'll, I'll, another just kind of procedural thing is there's seven of us in the room, I think, right, for votes, one, two, three, four, six, seven. So if Rich was here, it would be even. And so hopefully if there's, hopefully we can work it out tonight and there's not a thing big if we no, split nice. a vote or something like that, because just there was nine and Pete recused himself and I think we can work it out and we'll be able to get to where we need to go. So I asked to turn to your sheet. The, the Affordable Housing Trust is before us tonight. And so can I get a vote of hands of where, uh, for if this project would be a green light, um, would, you, would you raise your hand if you think this project is a green light for funding? And this isn't necessarily as exactly the amount. Right? No, this, this is literally our end goal for this meeting is to get to a yes or a no. What? That we are inviting them to submit a proposal. That we're inviting them to submit for a proposal. I'd say it's a green light. I mean, you want, you want to hand up? Yeah, just hand up. Okay. How many for yellow? How many? So there is obvious. So there's someone who's a red. No. No, I voted. I voted green. Well, oh, you voted green. Okay, four, so four, 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 and three. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's a yellow. Okay, so. So if, so if what it, one that says yellow, then it's a yellow to be discussed. Is that yeah. what it is? Okay. Yeah. So we're so looking for unanimity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're looking for unanimous yellow or 
Yeah, I mean, if there's a lot there, then we'll, then, we'll, then we'll change it. All right, so the Forbes House, who who votes? Is there any green votes for the Forbes House? We got one. Okay. Is there yellows? How many do we have for yellow on the Forbes House? One, two, three. How many red lights? It'll be discussed. I, I mean, honestly, all these will be discussed. So what town, what town. Was the vote on that? One, that was one, three, three. One, three. Town lockup. How many votes do we have for green? One, two, three, four, five. How many for yellow? So is that a green one? Yeah. Um, I guess since I'm contemplating, it's not a green. <laughs> okay. Okay. So how many for yellow? Two. Okay. So top two. Maybe we're just going to get to all yellow anyways, and this will be. <laughs> but it's good. I, I think it's good. It shows it shows uh, where we are. So, the Milton Fire headquarters. How many green? One, two. So. To this point, I, I think we, we. I I don't think you can I, go on that. I agree. So I I think today, it, for me, I, I'm a red, and we can go in and discuss this because I think it's it, we, we can't fund the project. We could briefly explain. Yeah. <laughs> the the issue with the fire station is that um, the statute says that CPA money can't be used supplanting funding that's already been voted. So, so you can't have a project that, the, like the fire station, if you voted $5 million for the fire station, you can't then after the fact say, oh, town meeting, guess what, we're going to plug $500,000 from CPA money into the $5 million that you've already voted. So, what, so it can't be used to supplant funding that has already been voted. So I'm going I'm to make it a red for now, Kathleen. So and let's take it up at the end because I also have yeah. some other questions to follow up on. But in on any way, that's the issue with the fire station. So they're not expanding the budget, though. Well, they could if they expand the budget, then that's that would work. But it's because that scope of work was already put out for contract that they can't, we just can't go in and put it in there. So, anyways, the Spalding Garden Masonry Stabilization. How many votes for green on that? Okay. Yellow? Three, four. Red? Playground. How many do we have for green on Everly Playground? 
How many do we have for yellow on the peppermint flavor? Six. And how many do we have for red? Pope's Pond Pedestrian Bridge. How many do we have for green? All right, we got five for Pope's Pond Pedestrian Bridge. Yellow? Two. Okay. I'm going to make that one yellow. All right, so Milton America Baseball. How many do we have for green? How many for yellow? Number 11, pickleball courts. How many for green? How many for yellow? How many for red? I would go for yellow. Okay. Yeah, Alright, so two, two for yellow, and we got five for red. So that one's, I'm going to put back in, in, we're going to put that one under red for now, and we can, we're going to discuss all of these, it's just to, it's just to go through, through it. So LED stadium lighting upgrade, green for, for that. Alright, so we have six. Yellow. Could so I ask a question about the, what's the... What category is that in? Is that the LED stadium lighting? Yeah. It was under recreation. Recreation. It's recreation. It's yeah. It's not a stadium. It's, it's not a stadium. That word. Yeah. No oh stadium yeah. It shouldn't be stadium at all. It's it's literally just the Softball. lights. LED, it's the LED, LED field lighting upgrade. Existing lights. The lights already exist. But there's no stadium out there. That's why. No, they no, no. But the so the lights already exist. You're replacing the lights. It's a capital upgrade. It's a capital upgrade. Okay, we'll just make sure that it works like that. Yeah. I, I talked to Stuart about this. He, he, he was, was okay. He yeah. was fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I, I had that question too. And, <laughs> yeah. But, okay. It's not like, you know, replacing bird bulbs or something. <laughs> right. Capital upgrade is Oh, yeah. It's a serious capital yeah. upgrade. Yeah. So where we ended up was <laughs> under green, we have Turner's Bond Path Improvement the Milton's Farmer's Market, and the LED Stadium Lighting Upgrade. Under yellow, we have the Affordable Housing Trust, the Forbes House, um, the Town Lockup, yeah, Pe Peverly Playground, Pope's Pond Pedestrian Bridge, and the Milton America Baseball. And then the two red are the Milton Firehouse and the Pickleball Courts. So let's go ahead and tackle the, the green um, category that we voted on. So <clears throat> let's do the easy one. I think we all voted for the Milton Farmers Market, the Wharf Park, um, that came with seven votes under green. Um, does anyone have comments on the Milton Farmers Market from Wharf Park? It's a planning grant. I support it. It's, it's for the investment. Anybody else? So can I, can we, let me go now, hold on. 
on. Sorry, I'm going to go to. I'm going to go online. One second. So this, just so everyone knows, this application tracker is online. It's in our. It's in our. Um, it's in the folder. Um, All right, so we're right here. So what I'd like to do now is to take a vote. And what I'm going to do is, is just put an amount there if, we, if we've agreed to pushing it forward just so we understand where we are with our funds. So can I go ahead and get a, a, a vote for the Farmer's Market Wharf Park? To move it forward to the second stage. I want to be clear, though. I think right. We're so not. We even, are not. We even are. Even voting green doesn't guarantee funding. Right. Yes. This. Okay. This literally. All this is. All this is to do yeah. right now is to go through and vote these projects yeah. to funding. If we vote them not to go to funding, yeah. they will. They'll go on. To yeah. Yeah. Could, could I just ask it for clarification? I thought that this part you were taking these interest applications of interest. And then you were then going to be notifying, as a result of tonight's meeting, notifying the successful bidders that they could come in with more detail. With the full proposal. So, so, so that's all we are now, is looking for a vote to say, we want to say to these people, yes, give yes. us more stuff. Come back to fund. Right. Come back, so, yes. So don't, you shouldn't be putting in the funding because you don't know yet right. what they're going to be asking for. You can have it as, a, as a guess. It could be different. It could be different. So we're just we could invite. still say no when they come back. Sure, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is just to invite this them is to say, do the next phase. We want to see more. Now you have to do the okay. second hurdle, which is the full application. Right. I, I, the only, this is for us. This is for bookkeeping. This, it could come back. It could be 50000 75000 For me, and I think for, for all of us, it's good to have an idea of what funding that is going on that could be there, that could be a lot in. That we're yeah, but, I, but you're I not doing that now. All you're voting on now. All we're voting on now is just to say, say yes. yes to these folks right. and have them go forward. Right. Right. So can I just add one other thing? Is that, um, when we write the letters to them to invite a full proposal, we can include uh, recommendations for further discussion or discussion. Collaboration. Sure. Yeah. So yes. as we go through these, is there any particular questions that you have about particular projects that should be included in those letters? They should be said. Yeah. Yeah. So I think something like the the this one, and why I wanted to do the green ones first. There isn't a lot of commentary back. Yeah. I think we're still going to do like a blanket letter to them that we're looking for these five things that we get back for that application. But under the yellows, if we go and still push them forward, which I'm sure we will, a lot we'll have more comments from them. And I think we also um, should be especially uh, uh, clear. I think with the ones that we see as red, uh, why, yes. and, oh, yeah. and the letters very, very certain clear. about yeah. Yeah. that they understand why we're saying that, in case they want to come back next year or another funding cycle, yeah. so that they can much more closely match our expectations. Yeah, and ju just so everyone understands too, I, I think the two months, two months is a very short time. Pete and Jenny have, have agreed with me to divide up the letters, so Hopefully by the end of this week, we'll, we're going to get these letters out to all the applicants with the comments and, and what they need because they have a short two-month window. 
And it's I think important to remember that it's not like applying to the zoning board or the planning board. If you get a no, doesn't mean you can't. <laughs> you can come back. So yeah, I think keep coming back that, as long yeah. as you want. Yeah, and so that's that, that was the reason too that I wanted to go over that proposed 2024 schedule. Three to six months is not that far away, mm -hmm. so that they can go reapply. And and so if I see it's not up to the board also to like make major changes to these applications. I just want to remind everyone that, and you know, I, I could see some changes, but if it's major changes, we shouldn't be the ones to say, you know, take your million dollar project and make it a 200,000 or whatever it is. I, I think that's something that we really need to clarify. So, um, so we're going to write letters. And just as an example, I drafted a letter for this, just so, you know, we can talk about it with it. Whether there's other things that we want to include in the letter, but just to get an idea of what are the kind of things that a letter might say. So I, when I drafted to uh, Scott McKay on the work part, was on behalf of the Community Preservation Committee of Milton. I would like to thank you for submitting an eligibility application. This inaugural run of proposals, we were pleased with the response and the interest. Your application has been accepted as eligible for CPA funding, and we invite you to submit a full application, which is due by January 13, 2023. The final application should include the full scope of work, budget, and schedule for the project, as well as discuss how the project is consistent with the goals of the CPA and Milton's Community Preservation Plan. It is important that you work with the Park Department in finalizing your proponents, proponents as owners of the site and identify a proposed public, access, public process in developing your plan. That was a comment that we had you know, when we reviewed them last time, there should be a public process. Um, I say a planner area photo of the site will be helpful. You should also gather letters of support from other town bodies who are working on the wharf area and from current users and neighbors of the area. So that's the kind of thing, you know, kind of telling them what they should be including and and then any comments that is anticipating the yes vote on that. I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do. We do. Yeah. But this, yeah, is just, know, right? this is just you know kind of a draft, so we kind of get the tenor of what these letters might be, and and then if tonight there are other proposals that people think well at the wharf we should you know ask them to look at this, then we you know can add those kind of comments. I think that's a very good start. Yeah. Good luck for you. Very helpful. Yeah. So can I? Yeah. So the first draft. So at this point, can I? Can I get a vote? <laughs> can we can we go ahead and and, and vote? Um, the, Green. Well, it's it's the, the vote is the vote is to move it to, to, to move it forward to second, to, to second stage. So the second stage. Yeah. So this is an affirmative yes or no vote to move yes. to second stage. Are all those in favor? Uh, all right. So the next project that we can go over is the Turner's Pond Path Improvement. Pete's going to abstain from this one. We did have six, six uh, yeses or six greens under that. Do we have any commentary on, on the application itself? Similar to the farmer's market. Um, so all those in favor? All right, so that was you. Um, next one is the LED stadium lighting upgrade. Um, there were six, six that had voted for green. There's one yellow. Um, any commentary or why, who voted yellow? I, I, I think it was Wendy. I think it was, I, yeah, it was me. Um, 
No, I, I think I'm going to change the level to green. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair um, enough. Um, is there any other commentary that anyone has for that project? So all those in favor of that project? Aye. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, that worked well. All right. So, so far, so good. So far, so good. <laughs> so, so, so that, that was helpful. All right. So, yellow. We have four, seven, seven projects that are yellow. Um, let's let's do the first one, the affordable housing trust. Um, four were green, three were yellow. Um, open up to comments from anyone on the board. I could use some help understanding um, the, the way it was presented that money would leverage more money from developers. I don't understand how that works. So, uh, yeah, Kathleen, you can go ahead and speak to this if you want. So, um, quite honestly, in full disclosure, I represent seven or eight affordable housing trusts as their council. And the affordable housing trusts use money from the community preservation funds when they're in towns to have in their um, bank account. And they have a separate bank account um, that, uh, that they maintain. And they use those funds to participate in projects, um, to, uh, to, throw, to put money into a project so that they get more units, more affordable units is one situation. Um, I'm working with two towns who have tax title properties from their town that have now gone out to bid with Habitat and Habitat's building duplexes. And so the Affordable Housing Trust is providing funding for the engineering and the development and the permitting and all that sort of stuff for those, for those two duplexes. And so that's the way those funds are used. Um, so it's, it's difficult with $500,000 these days to buy it to say I'm going to do, a town is going to do an affordable housing project. Um, it's just, there's not enough money. Um, but you can participate in projects that are done by private developers. And so that's the leverage idea, is that, you know, I, I represent Falmouth, and Falmouth will put $500,000 into a project to buy down the affordability from 80% to 60%. Um, and they participate, it's a tax credit deal, and we're one of the participants in the so it's not to leverage money, it's, it's to leverage, leverage units, the, yeah, affordable leverage units, units, affordability. Okay. It can also leverage money yeah, because yeah. Um, a lot of the state um, financing programs yeah. will require local participation. Right. And sometimes that's in the donation of free land or discounted land, but often it's subsidy from the local municipality um, because that will make us more eligible or more competitive for these really highly competitive state grants. Um, so developers and towns, municipalities all across the state are competing for a fixed pool at the state level. And if we can put in, you know, whatever, but local money, our, we're going to get more points in those state competitions, basically. So that's the, that's, 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 the a, that's yeah, another that's leveraging lever. factor. Okay. Also, you can then, when you're negotiating with developers, you can sometimes get them to do more because you can do, you can offer something, you know, yeah. um, you know, to what Kevin was saying. So, Tom, but that's not really leveraging, is it? 
and maybe well, that's just what the leverage is. What it's saying, leveraging is that you've got this amount of money, yeah, and what you're being able to get with it is a lot more. So because you know, you're telling a developer, yeah, if you do X, if I do Y, you'll do X. Well, you throw you put money into the project, and so so a developer will say, well, you know, if I can go through a state program and get tax credits and stuff like that, I'll do 60% of area median income instead of 80. And so if the town, can, the Affordable Housing Trust can put $500,000 or $100,000 into that project, it makes me look better when I go to the state for these tax credits. And so what is leveraged is that the town has gotten, uh, for $100,000, we've gotten 60% area median income affordability on a project. So. Is this a common use of CPA funds? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, as I said, I mean, you probably heard this story before, but but when I was on Governor Romney's task force for 40B, um, there was a lot of yelling about the fact that towns had CPA money and were only using it for open space and weren't using it for affordable housing. And I mentioned the fact that you know, unlike a city where everybody lived, where they have a city council that meets once a week, um, Lincoln, for example, that I represent, meets once a year. And so you can't be doing affordable housing if you're only meeting once a year. So if there's an availability for a project, or like in, for example, in Lincoln, we had a, a condo unit that was going up to bank foreclosure. Well, we could step in and buy that unit from the bank and then put an affordable housing restriction on it. But we would have to wait for a year for a town meeting. That's not going to happen. So this idea for these affordable housing trusts was to provide flexibility. Because affordable housing trusts don't need a town meeting board to decide. Tom, um, do you have any idea what the balance in Milton's affordable trust is? We have about seven hundred thousand. So if we did this, we'd be up to one point two million or something like that, which gives us that much more left. Do you know how much you usually spend on an annual basis? Or well, we haven't spent any <laughs> any money yet uh, because we have the, the seven hundred thousand is. All pretty the majority, the vast majority of that is uh, pretty recent. Right? We have four hundred thousand approximately from the Pulte uh, sale of the two affordable units um, in East Milton on Church Street. Um, that was kind of it was, it's a longer story, but that was negotiated with Pulte. That those proceeds just came, um, so four hundred of the seven hundred is is very new um, to it. And to Kathleen's point, you can't really do much. Um, you know, cost minimum probably two hundred fifty to subsidize a unit, right? Mm -hmm. Construction costs of five hundred thousand roughly. And, you know, you got to sell it for to an affordable buyer. I think though, like, what the application was, we have these eight goals, right, that are up on the board right now, and so you know, they're all lofty goals. You know, I think. For me, I, I would just like to see, like, what, you know, and it may not be that easy to do that, but like, what is, what is the cost of, of putting some of this money into action? You know, what, what is that RFP or whatever? And regardless, it's going to come back to our, like, you need to provide proof to back to the committee anyways of the fun, the funds that are spent, and, um, you know, so I, I think I, even though it's, it's vague and the, the goals are. are Helpful to get a little bit more detail. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the trust and I voted yellow, not because I don't support this. I think this is an excellent. Um, so the reason I voted yellow, um, 
I was <coughs> mostly yellow on this because I think all of them, almost all of them, need a little more work in terms of, and I agree with Rob, I think this, pro this proposal we should ask them to refine it a little more. I and mean, there's some things facing the trucks, right? Town Farm being one of them. Yeah. Um, this money could, they could lay out a budget, the trust could lay out a budget for us of how they would propose to use this money at Town Farm. They may not end up doing that because if Town Farm somehow got waylaid, then they could repurpose it for those other goals. Right. So we understand that, um, but I think it, it, I think it would be helpful to like yeah. drill down in some of these because it's not a, it's not a, a big it is a big sum of money and then we're going to come before town meeting and someone's going to ask what are we doing with this five hundred seventy five thousand dollars? Well, you can't spend it on anything else. Is the important thing to remember is that it's a it's required under the statute to set it aside for affordable housing. So it's not like you're stealing it from historic preservation or open space or something right. else. Right. It can only be used for. Well, 10% would have to be, but we're getting 30%. Yeah, 30%. but 10% has to be, and right. that's every year. And the other thing I would remember is that um, the you can be doing it this year to get an affordable housing trust off the ground. That does not mean you do that every year. Right. Um, it so is typical money. of my the affordable housing trust that I represent to get a slug of money when they first start and when CPA first comes in, and then, you know, that, and you're not, you're not, they're not project specific at that point because uh, they're just getting off the ground. And so you wouldn't be saying that I want to see the details on which housing you're going to unit because you don't know that yet. Right. Um, and so it's sort of like seed money for a trust that's just getting started. So I wouldn't be looking for the sort of details on exactly what they're spending it on because they don't know yet. So but, but a budget would be that. Like, Someone's got to have some organization somewhere to figure out a budget, and there's a lot of these goals. So I, I think a little bit more detail would help. Yeah, help I, 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 think, I think walking that line between not request, I agree with Kathleen, not requesting a project specific budget yeah, because right. there's not a project, it's at least it's not right coming now, out or that is um, far enough along to, see to, 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 to plug a very specific gap. However, you know, the town is working with Mass Housing Partnership to develop an RFP for the town farm site. So very conceivably, before our next, well before our next funding round, they could be in a position to say, here's, here's we've, got, we've got X amount <laughs> right. to plug into this, and that's going to make that process go much faster and smoother uh, in terms of attracting a developer. Yeah, that's, I think Julie might have said this, but you know, that's the other aspect of, of this is developers will see a trust that has seed money, to Kathleen's point, and say, oh, that's a town I want to deal with. Right. right. And I will spend my time, speaking of filling out applications, right? It's a big deal to apply, to respond to an RFQ, RFP. Um, if, you know, developers put a lot of resources into doing that. Say, oops, we were, we we're only mildly interested in that, and we've moved on. And but once it's in the trust, that's a signal to the developers, town is serious about, you know, doing something with that. Most all, most all these projects have tied to construction costs, right? The general bond is like seventy-five. We can't say we're going to give you fifty because that doesn't go there. Well, 
this this doesn't so this one the decision yeah. we're making today is money related. I, I don't think we should say. I'm, yeah. I'm asking about this. Yeah. So where that five seventy six come come from? So in, in the applicant, they, they, the applicant asked for a third of the money. So so that's the five seventy six is our one point seven three budget divided by three. We don't have to. We don't have to grant them. It's up to. Can it's up we to grant them ten percent though, or twenty percent? Yeah. We can do I mean, we're required. You can't really do that because it's a construction cost, and we can't say we're going to give you less. Yeah, and I, it's not, I this one. This ask is not. This ask is this ask is a lot different than the other ones. I mean, I, I certainly would support third, but I think something that's important that's in their um, eligibility proposal that is important that is in the full proposal. It says all specific work taken by the AHD that utilizes CPA funding will be clearly documented and within the requirements set forth by CPA. I mean, I mean that it's required. Us, yeah, it is required, <laughs> but I mean, it gives us. The assurance that they're not going to use this for administrative costs or or something. So I we typically do a grant agreement, and I brought it to the last meeting. And I can send that to yeah. you as a copy. But I think it's great. It's but it is. Important. I mean, it's a good point because not every affordable housing trust has been most transparent vehicle <laughs> um, in around the state. I mean, yeah. and so um, you know, as a member of the trust, we will be very transparent. But I think we, as the as a CPC member, we want to. Make sure, make sure through a grant agreement that, that we're getting um, accurate, proper, regular, proper, proper report, reporting back of like where every penny went. So, I mean, my own feeling is is that we have three buckets of money. This applicant came before us and asked for a third of the money. There's towns, there's cities like Cambridge that have, you know, fund 80%. So, I think it's fair. I, I think if this is a budget. Let's let's be realistic. Milton has under five percent of its housing stock is affordable, so I think we have a long way to go in Milton to, to really put forth affordable housing. So I, I would be a strong proponent of of, of this uh, application. I guess I'd make a motion then that we take a vote to what we to to, fund, to 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 invite them to to invite them to submit a funding. Doesn't mean yeah. As, as we go forward, we will take a vote on, on how much we fund, but no. I think, um, so, take a vote, take a vote <laughs> to go to funding. All those in favor? So that's basically making it green. Yeah. Make yeah. It, yeah. 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 Makes it green. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The, let's go to some of the easier yellows. Town lockup, that was five greens and two yellows. Um, any commentary discussion on the town lockup before? Anybody who voted yellow? I think I <laughs> voted yellow. I, I, I support this moving forward. I would be a yes vote. I just, um, again, I defaulted to yellow on a lot of these just because I think I want to see more about I've always been confused about the use of this versus the ownership of this, and you know, building, and and I think public um, public benefits. Um, I would like to see them flesh that out a little more. Um, this always feels like a private space to me. It's an important historic resource in town, clearly, but it, you know, I, I don't understand all the politics of 
Well, you were, you you weren't at the last you weren't at the last at the last meeting. So this will this will go out to an RFP, and and, and so we don't we don't know yet who's going to be the user of it. And so I think that's I think with all this money, the public benefit part, you know, I think we could encourage all of our applicants to really uh, talk to us about how the public benefits from this uh, in, in multiple ways. But I would be a yes vote on this. Any other commentary on the town hall? Can we move to vote this one for funding? All right, all those in favor? All right, uh, the Milton Fire Headquarters, I think Kathleen gave a good explanation about the supplanting the money on that project. Um, my question um, to you, Kathleen, was future funding, like Atherton, we know is a, you know, there's probably a lot of historical pieces in that. Would that also fall under supplanting because it was voted at town meeting, the whole three projects were voted for under that, or is it, or would it not? Well, I think on that one, I mean, I don't. They don't have, you know, final they don't have a construction contract. contract. They have a construction contract for the central parcels, right? And they don't for Atherton. So what they do the Atherton, they're probably. I mean, it's probably not enough money, or even if there is, they could come back to us, I guess, and say, we want to add, you know, this money to do the historic park, but it can't be in the contract that was voted on. By the town. I agree. So if there's a but so there's they an come to us and say, you know, that we're going to enhance this project by, you know, take investing in these preservation mm -hmm. elements, and for those elements, we'd like to come to the CPA. Right. Right. That would work. That would work. So in their project, in their proposal, my understanding, right? There was my memory is that they they have a lot of different, right? They have the repointing. They had the slate roof. The, the um, problem is, is their their contract that went out, Tom, was that work was already contracted. Even like the slate roof, as opposed to. Yes. yes. I, I think. I think yeah. So. Well, for instance, no, the slate. They, like, yes. if they asked for money for the slate roof, they didn't ask. I don't believe. Was it in there? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was in there. Slate roof replacement. So that that might be. But I, I said don't they think they have to have a contract amendment. Right. So I think that might be the discrepancy. Is I, I don't think the slate roof. It probably was. That's like an upgrade, and right. so that might right. not have been in the contract. But the brick repointing and stuff was. It is in the contract. In the con in the construction all contract. This stuff, yeah, is in the indicated that yeah. all this stuff: masonry repointing, mm -hmm. masonry cleaning, exterior masonry open, slate roof replacement, window replacement, overhead door replacement, empty door replacement. That constitutes what they're coming to us for, and it's already. It was all, all of that work was in that in the contract. Okay. So, when, is that from verbal testimony? Because no, this no, was, they said this that was the they said it in they said it in the okay. last meeting. Last meeting. That's verbal testimony. No, yes. in their application <laughs> to us, their application they, they list all those things. Right. Yeah, but that doesn't. I didn't. So I'm I'm looking at the application right now. Oh, right. That doesn't. Verbally, I, they told us it wasn't okay. a contract. Okay, that's different. And I apologize, I missed the last minute, so I don't know. I've got a lot of other problems with that 
No, but that's the issue, with Tom. Is that it's yeah, yeah. No, the, I can. I, in the, in the book. I, I, okay, I just didn't assume because they had listed it in the application that it was in the contract. Um, yeah. So it's one thing we could do with this one is not to say no outright, but we could say if you want to resubmit with additional, knowing that it's above and beyond. The but they may, they may need a town. Well, I mean, the I, problem is that they'd have to go back to the architect. Yeah. And and he could you know go back to contractors and the whole thing could get rebid. Yeah. I, I think want to do that. Yeah. So, I I think we should not do that. I think we should vote tonight. Yeah. I don't want to. We don't want to as a committee go and yeah. make major changes to applications. And so to me, it's clearly a supplanting issue. Mm -hmm. So I think we should vote no on this one. Um, so all those in favor of voting no on this application. I would, um, no, but I would say that we, I, I would like our communications to reflect back to the fires that, that we are open to future. Um, the Atherton, that's they, why they, I asked the question. Atherton, right. yes. particularly, obviously, Atherton would be the only one, the other one's a brand new Right. But, um, yeah, we definitely should go back. And, it, and let me just say this further. I, I think I'm particularly sensitive to this because, um, Obviously, I was personally part of the Yes campaign, um, the political campaign that got this, that convinced 74% of voters that, and Milton's to vote for this. And fire stations were not an insignificant um, centerpiece of that campaign. There, there were other things. We talked about open space and housing and recreation and stuff. But fire stations, so I think it'd be fair to say voters um, might want to see some of the CPA, not necessarily first year money, but uh, go to support. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, if, if it wasn't the supplanting issue, I think it, it, it's. We would have. I think yeah. we would have funded it. It's just kind of bad. I know Pete would. Yeah. Uh, and you know, um, it's interesting because we I had a little bit of a conversation today about this. Um, you know, what what's the use of that building and, and etc. So. Um, but in any case, yeah. um, to know, and, and, and I think we will, I think when we do our letter back to them, we can say, you know, there will be other opportunities. opportunities. And I don't even think, when, when Brian explained the, the uh, projects um, at last meeting, he also said Atherton was probably going to be the last one in the queue now, too. And the next one will be East Milton because they're having issues um, with that firehouse. So it may not be until bunch of years down but the road they, that they, they I think come it's in. important that they come in advance. Yes. Before they the get second, out of contract. But the other the other thing that I think this this process missed is they really didn't coordinate with the historic commission, you know, or you know, look at the secretary's standards for for historic preservation in developing these proposals. And I don't you know, I don't know that they do or they do not, but I you know leery whether these Secretary standards, and so I think we, we, in our letter, we should say it's important that you coordinate closely with the historic commission in developing, you know, the project that you're going to bring forward. I mean, every historic preservation project that gets funded with CPC money needs to get needs to be uh, secretary. the secretary's standard. So I, I think that's just a qualification. That so, question: No, no letter. Would we also mention the supplanting issue, or would that just open? I, that, that's, that's the reason why. Yeah. I think we have we to have mention it. Yeah. That's the main reason. Yeah. 
addition to communicating that to the applicant, I think it's also important, Robert, um, that we share that information at town meeting um, so that the general public and voters understand. Because I yeah. think you're right. I think that that there is this perception that you know one of the the great uses of using CPA money is for things like fire stations. And, and if it gets back that to the general public that, well, yes, there was an application and we turned it down, I think it's very, very important that the public understands why we turned it down. Yeah. And that you know there's so many nuances to, to this law, yeah. so many details that, that we're required to follow, of course. And you know perhaps you could just briefly share something like that. Yeah, yeah know, for sure. That's to, a good point. Now. Yeah. And it's really not out of our hand, right? We can't, right? You, we can't supplant. Yeah, <laughs> and so, exactly. And, right. and so, and um, but yeah, no, I think that's a good. Yeah. good because because the voters are going to, you know, have Absolutely. to reinstate the CPA a few right. years down the road, and we want to make sure that. Well, but I think, and I feel so sad for Brian when Brian Washington was explaining it because they put it in the contract on the theory that I know. CPA funds, CPC CPA funds would would be available. And so, you know, they sort of put yeah, them, it's, they put it's, it in yeah. there because they thought, oh, we'll get that. It's just and bad timing. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's a timing yeah. issue. And it really is a completely screws us up because yeah. if they had left it out, it, you know, would have been great. You could just do an amendment. And, and it's also, it. and it's also really unfortunate, you know, like, because yeah. construction costs are through the roof. So yeah. it, what's going to happen is, is that last fire station is going to have a big budget shortfall. So any little bit would help. So it's unfortunate, but well, it's the case that we're, hopefully we can help the Atherton yeah. out more, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, and, I, and I know that that budget, too, will be a lot more expensive than mm. the, the, the central one. So. Um, all right, next project that I have on the list is the uh, Spalding Garden Masonry Stabilization. We had four yellows and three reds. Um, I'll open it up for commentary. Comments? Yeah. Um, what the, it was presented to us is they were going to hire some unknown mason to just get out there with some um, some mortar and fix some cracks, and of course that's repair. But I think you know I think we're in the business of doing things right and doing them well, and I think what they really they want us to invest in it, they should, number one, it's got to meet secretary standards. Number two, so they need a, someone experienced with historic masonry restoration to evaluate the project, make recommendations, and develop a realistic budget, and it's not $5,000. So I think if, you know, so I, personally, I'd invite them to submit a proposal, but tell them that they really have to have a project Secretary standards that is based on realistic estimates from a qualified mason, and you know maybe they don't go for the all the uh, masonry needs of the garden. Maybe it's a section or something, but they, it should be done well and done completely. And I think you know, so I'd be willing. I'd be willing to invite them to submit another a full proposal because I think it'd be a great use of funds and, and great public. You know. Public uh, access to the garden and stuff was another thing that was discussed about yeah, in our, that, that, our meeting. 
So I, I agree with you. So I, I think that's a big issue. Is is, is to your point public was like benefit. what what is the public benefit for those gardens? I don't know where it is now. I think it was spoke about, but I think if they could build upon that and and get it more accessible for the town, this is town money, and so I think that would be a huge benefit. And I just don't see it right now, you know, and so. I don't see it to the point where it almost sounded like it was open, but only if you ask me. And, yes. and I said, yeah, I'll meet you there at a specific time. Yeah, right. It can't be. We it can't, can't be. We that. can't fund something like that. In yeah. my opinion, I'm not legally, but I just think we can't. That's not what we should be doing. We need, it's not a priority for our, our funding, I believe. Right. I think we, we, we really need, this is public taxpayer money, you know, I, I agree. I, I think our public benefit, I should say. But that, that's why I would be a no on this project as the, as the application stands today. That's not saying oh, yeah. down the road that they couldn't open it up more for public use right. and, and, say, and get an estimate that would restore it properly. So and you don't think that if we invited them to submit a full proposal and told them these elements that needed to be addressed, you don't think between now and January they could well, I think well, I think we should invite them. Um, you know, I, I disagree. Think, I, think, I, I, I disagree. I, I would give it a, a red light. I would say um, this is not. A, not ready. Uh, it's it's a very low to no priority in terms of using these funds for the public good. So what if they just hypothetically? What if they got this feedback from us and? And really impressed us with a how plan, open and, a plan and to, use, yeah. used by the public it yeah. was. Uh, then I would look at it again. But I think the way it was presented the other night, it was pretty um, yeah. clear that yeah, you it's open to you, but you have to talk to me about it, and I'll meet you at a certain time. Yeah. That's it, it wasn't. So I guess yeah. the question is, do we give them the, give the applicant that feedback, and so they, they either respond or don't adequately? Um, I, I guess we give it such a low priority. I would say that yeah. if you want to come back, it needs to be clearly established that uh, you're going to see, you're going to be able to convince us that there is some. For, for me, it's a, I agree 100%. For me, for me, it's a far reach, Tom. And okay. so, if we think about it, that's why I wanted to put that up there. Three to six months, maybe you know, gives them a little bit more time to think about it and redo their application, get get actual bids to figure out what it costs to restore for it. Yeah. Um, you know, that also the space. If anybody who hasn't been there, it's not accessible. So it's not. It's, you know, know where it is. <laughs> it's 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 a hard space to to, to get to and. So, for me, I think it's it, it needs some work to get to the point where it would even be known. I, I just have a question for you all to think about. Um, is that um, in my experience in some of the towns I've worked with, the idea that you give money to a private entity like the Garden Club on private property um, has usually meant that we get a historic preservation restriction in return or an easement or something like that. That we get as keeping in mind that this is money that comes from real estate. So dirt, dirt law, it's dirt money. 
and so that you get some interest in some dirt in return for it. Now, on the town property, it's already town property, that's not the situation. But when we've done grants in Plymouth, for example, to a museum or something like that, we've gotten like a series of historic preservation restrictions. Like, I think there are yeah. five on the Plymouth, on the Puritan Museum, so yeah. ridiculous like that. But we've gotten an easement, um, access easement to the Paul Revere Bell in the, in the church. Um, you know, that sort of thing, that we've gotten an interest in real estate in return for the cash. These folks, this is a restriction. Uh, I don't know that they own the land, but there's a restriction on it that expires in 10 years. And so, so when we would, but it's, it's just sort of a philosophical question that doesn't need to be decided now, obviously, but going forward, is, is that something that you folks are going to think about? Is that when you are giving grants to Forbes Museum, for example, or the Garden Club or something, are you going to get a restriction or an easement in return for the cash? You're required, right? No. No, it's required if it's town land purchased with CPA money. So if the town buys open space with CPA funds, they have to impose a, a, a perpetual restriction. And so that's for an acquisition of purchase by the town. Um, giving money to private organizations, which is something that we do with CPA funds, um, is usually in return for a historic preservation restriction, a conservation restriction, you know, something. Um, it's not just an affordable housing restriction. There's some interest in real estate that comes back. So that would be an issue for them to consider, is that, yeah, we might give you the money, but you're going to have to give us a restriction. Right. But the complication that you bring up yeah. is that in 10 years, we don't know where that will be. Where that that's the case. Well, but I, I don't know for sure. You think they've just got a I read easement? It. So is it? Is there, so well, there's a restriction on the land. I don't know. I think they own it, but the restriction that be maintained as a garden right. is only for another ten years. Oh, okay. Yes. But they own. They they, they are. Well, I'm a member of the Milton Garden Club. Um, I don't feel qualified to speak about the nuances of this property because mm -hmm. it is complex yeah. and. Um, but, but I do know that the Garden Club is a 501c3, Yeah. right? So it's not private. Well, I don't know, but no, but I mean, it's, as I said, it's not a town entity. Not it's a town entity, right. As opposed to. Um, and the, the garden is, is something that, um, that, that is quite complicated to general members. Um, it, like I said, I don't know all the details, but I think that it, it would be worth, worth finding out more, more of these details for us to make a, a more educated decision about whether or not to, to fund this, if it is, in fact, something fundable. What, would, what details would you want to see? Well, I think, I think uh, to your point, you know, the accessibility is, is important. Yeah, you know, it's, I thought you meant something specific for what you talked about. So. I, um, I, well, I mean, accessibility as far as, as you know, the general public being able to, to have access. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, also I think we need to be be consistent. So, you know, I'm looking looking at our list here. You know, the Forbes House is also 501c3. Um, it's not on town-owned land. You know, it's something that yes, the general public has access to, but not any hour of any day. The, the um, open space on the property is open to the public. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I've been on the board, and that was part of the discussion, was how do we get the public to use that that area around the house more? Because it is it is open to the public any time, any day. Oh, interesting. Okay. You can take your family and have a picnic on the lawn. You can take your dog over there as long as you pick up the poop. I, <laughs> you know, it, it, That's is, great. it is open. The, the property is open. So you can go and park in the parking lot, enjoy the grounds. Which is a big difference. You, that is a that's big difference. A, that, you know, that land is private, so if yeah. you're trespassing if you go on, on there, on this piece of parcel. Under my, under what I would deem, you know. If, yeah, and if, any, per, if, if any person went and walked on Spalding Garden, it's not necessarily, it's, it's owned by the Garden Club, right? And I don't know if, I, I just don't, I don't know how accessible it is. I don't think it is very accessible. I think well, it's, it's not only accessibility, I mean, it's not only whether it's accessible or not, it's, um, I mean, it falls into almost the promotion of it, right? I mean, if I don't know where it is, I've lived here 27 years, um, and if, you know, I'm hearing, you know, there's, it's complicated, and, you know, yeah, right. I, you know, so, it's it's access, but it's also promotion of that access. Right. Right. And I think the burden is on the owner or the applicant to to do that promotion. Right. Um, and 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 that, you know that can take a variety of different forms of posts and you know articles in the Middle Times and you know just like hey town this is a resource take advantage of yeah. it you know type of thing. But um, but I think to me this. I mean, I think we're, it sounds like from a committee point of view, we're, at least of the, those of us that have spoken, we're on similar pages here. Um, the question is, should we invite them to fix this from our perspective, or should we say, no, wait till next year? And that's, I would be, I'm, this project and other projects that are in this type of category, I would lean almost always, I think, towards allowing them to try to fix it, given that we're hearing, they're hearing, hopefully, the, this feedback, and, and some projects will have a higher hurdle to fix than others. Uh, and this one clearly does have a pretty high hurdle. But I would, I would lend, you know, again, public building support for this um, law in town, I think it's better for us to err on the side of giving them an opportunity to, to come back with a better plan, even though we may think it's a tall task. Um, You'd have to tell them where the town would they are going to have to sign some sort of easement. Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine with that. I'm oh, fine with to, putting yeah. our demands yeah. out there, essentially. Um, but, uh, but, you know, so I would... I would vote to. I think there's a lot of demands that we would have to put out there, so we yeah. we yeah. we discussed them, but um, I'm willing to open up, willing to open it up to a vote, unless anyone else has any other comments. I just want to second Tom. I appreciate what you just said because to me, it's putting the uh, giving them the benefit of the doubt, if you will, and it's sort of our good faith that they can present themselves in a different way that convinces us. But, but isn't that isn't what we're doing tonight just saying it 
doesn't look like your application will succeed going forward if you if you take the next step in in our estimation of what we saw. Well, a no it, vote. That, my interpretation of the no vote is we're asking them. They're not advancing to submit a correct. And we're not inviting them to submit a second. A second but that doesn't preclude their their doing it. Yeah, I think it does. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? No, yeah. yeah. That's my concern. That's it. Tonight, yeah. tonight, yeah. if you got no, it's there's no year. You can apply next year, but that's it. Okay. That, that's that's what a no I vote think, means. To I mean, I guess you know, listening to some of the hurdles that we think they've got to overcome, the access to the public and promote it, and the restriction legal restriction, real estate restriction, and what we're asking them to do with the standards for development, that's a big thing there. And maybe if we do invite them and tell them what they need to do, maybe if they're smart, they'll say, well, you know, maybe well, we'll do, do it next year. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's no, the thing. So here, I'm looking at yeah. the, you know, the guidelines from the Department of Revenue. And so the problem with historic resources is that in, for CPA purposes, it has to be a building, structure, vessel, real property, document, or artifact that is listed on the State Register of Historic Places or has been determined by the Local Historic Preservation Commission to be significant in the history, archaeology, architecture, or culture of the city or town. Now, I don't know, I don't know. that sure the Guardians Club has reached that. I don't think, I don't think that they've reached that, that threshold. I think the Historic Commission has recognized no, we haven't. We haven't no. discussed it at all. Okay. It hasn't come up. So there's another hurdle. There's that, another that's hurdle. a big hurdle. It's a big hurdle. I, I mean, I just see, you know, there's at least four, four things that we keep putting up there. I will mention again, January 13th is the date to get this back in. So it's for for me, it's a lot, a lot of, a lot of hurdles to go for. I, I understand where you're coming from to give applicants the benefit of the doubt, but also, they get three to six months to come back to us next year and, and re redo their. So, I, you know, maybe the thing is to you know, tell them all these things that they that they would need to do and, mm -hmm. and say. Uh, let them decide. Well, they're able to. We can let the them decide and, and let them go forward and just you know tell them that you might need more time. But I, I mean, the the other thing is, is we're not talking about a million dollars. We're talking about, right. I, I don't know what it is, but $5,000 isn't, to Pete's point. Well, I, I think point, Pete made a great point. It's going to be, that's it's, not more like 25, I would think. It, it's it's, it's you would be surprised. He sneezes these days and you spend 20 I just got a bid today for almost $5,000 just to fix six cinder blocks. In exactly. <laughs> so so I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was more like 50, 50 it or depends how much they do. If they're trying to do you know the whole brick enclosure. Well, I, and, I, and I've seen it. There's a lot. There's a lot of brick that's around this. Yeah, area. I don't think there's a lot of brick. I don't and think it, that's what they're talking about. Though, but I, so, in, in any case, <laughs> let's. Go, <laughs> why don't we go ahead? Why don't we go ahead and move to to vote on this? Do we have to vote yes? How many how many people vote yes to move this forward? Two. How many vote now? Four. <laughs> well, two, four, it, two, it four, doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be no.
But I think we, you know, we have to be careful in writing the letter to, yeah. you know, tell them that the hurdles that they need to do and maybe and don't decide to do it. Yeah, I think the letter is, is the same whether we voted yes or no. Yeah. Frankly. Right. Yeah. It's just the since we voted no, it's here's what the hurdles you have to surmount for year two. You have to be funded year ten. Yeah. But I, I would say it's the same letter because yeah. the issues are the same. But I think we need we need to spell out all those hurdles in, yeah. in, in that so that when they come back, if they come back for the eligibility application next time, it's a lot easier. It should be a lot easier for us to vote for it, yes or no. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's keep going. All right. Um, Did you have a meeting on Pope's Pond? Uh, yeah. No, we didn't get to that one. That was the other. So Peverly Playground. Did we skip Forbes? Or did we, we did, but we have we'll, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. It's, it's just I'm jumping around. Oh, I see. Sorry. Um, and that was the reason to, to, to categorize it. So Peverly Playground, um, there were six yellows and one, and one red. And did we determine who else So it is, a, it, is a, it is a con con. So I think the biggest issue with this one is it's conservation and so I think um, you know that that's a hurdle to cross and right. so um, maybe I mean, we it, it could be a hurdle to cross and, and so I think that's going to be you know getting buy-in from the concom and, and you know is, is, is probably the biggest hurdle for that one well, I think it's a great communication problem. between the applicant and the conservation commission is, yeah it seems well, and one thing that I was thinking about other, I, I was thinking about other potential, even for just this project for for a playground on the west side of Milton, Pagoda Pagoda Circle is another place that's got yeah. open land there. I think it might be, you know, that's a possibility to throw out there. I just think this is more for planning purposes, so it could either be looked at either one. But I think it's a great project. I just don't know the hurdles. Legal hurdles and everything well, else. I think we indicated in our, you know, preliminary discussion that part of for them to submit an application, they had to address that issue. And they had to resolve that issue whether, you know, a playground use was legally allowable on that. Because they're, you know, you'd have, and you'd have to go back to the original documents that acquired the land and things like that. I mean, there's informal uh, recreation that goes on there now. But whether whether they could build a playground there, I think they need to find out and resolve that issue legally as part of their preparing a proposal. And so it needs not only buying from the conservation commission and neighbors and things, but it does require them to find from town council or whatever whether that's an allowable use. So that would be part of their proposal, I think. Yeah, I'd want to see that they talk to the neighbors. Could be a fantastic spot. I know we haven't gotten to the bridge yet, but if that bridge did ever get built for the playground, that really could be a nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice combo. Potential. So I think that's probably why we're, most of us are on yellow right. because who knows? But I would rather err on the side of give them the chance, <laughs> give them the chance for two months to convince us. And, and they so, didn't really have a, a plan either, right? 
There's they're preparing. They're, they're preparing. This yeah, is they're money to prepare. This is plan. money to prepare for this it. Is the plan. This is the plan. Yeah. But I think you know it's not. It's again, you know, it's forty thousand dollar request. Um, so in order to invest that type of money, we would want to make we sure. We want to make sure that it's the, it's doable. It's a you know got passes. But I but I would also say in, yes. in the comments yes. that Pagoda might be another alternative site. So do we do I have a vote to put this forward to the funding? But this is the same situation where do we give them but I don't think it's as many hurdles. It's not as many hurdles. I don't it's think it's really as many one hurdles. It's one hurdle. Two if they can do it. Whether the <laughs> supports it and whether legally it can be done. Right. And they should be able to resolve that in time for the you know, they okay, met with the I don't know. Whether formally they have. I don't know. I don't know if they formally have. I don't think I know that there's been some discussions. That would, would help, that would help me with my decision if yeah. I knew they were already. But that's the yeah. January decision. Yeah. Okay. Decision. So, okay. yeah, I would. I mean, I'm going to vote the same way as to move this forward, but okay. um, but I would propose that we. Um, I think the letter has to say, you know, for us to consider the funding, their proposal has to. Address the issue of the legality of their use. Right. So, all those in favor? Yes. I would just add to what Pete said, too. Uh, I think I raised this at the meeting, but um, the, the, um, the how it um, interacts with the bridge or the potential bridge, um, you know, like just physically where it is. Yeah. Right. Where the bridge is, that's why I was like so focused on where is that bridge? So um, that's, that's our next topic. The is the, is the, the planning post. grant is to <laughs> right. figure yeah. if they right. do it, where they put it. Yeah. Right. But yeah. it's fairly clear that a lot of the parties had not talked. So yes. at least <laughs> at the time of that meeting, so I think that, that would be important. Yeah, I agree. Well, and the concoms is, is the applicant for the bridge. So, um, so that's our next one. There was five that voted green, two that voted yellow. Um, the bridge, no? That is, is the bridge. So I was one of the yellows, and again, I was just yellow because I think they all need to be flushed out a little. Flushed out. But I, you would go ahead and move. So, do I have? Uh, does everyone want to move that one forward? Yes. So that one. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> it's good because I think we threw that in the decision for the ice house. They had to connect up to the conservation. <laughs> yes, they do. All right. So we have. All right. So the next one that I have on here is the Milton America baseball. The thirty thousand. That's there. Four voted green and three voted yellow. Any commentary on that one? That's a Mary C. Lane. Mary C. Lane. Yeah. Dugouts. Dugouts. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's an additional backstop. Yeah. A backstop. I don't think that's dugouts. 
although yeah, I can yes. look at it. Is fencing. it done? Fencing. 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 It's fencing. Yeah, you're fencing. Yeah. So this is great recreation. Yeah, it's a great recreation. Um, they gave us, you know, a proposal from a fence guy to push a backstop and stuff, but it's for $16,000, and you're looking for 30. I think when they put in their proposal, it should be, you know, cover what's all in the 30. It's not just the backstop, but it's the, it's the fencing around the dugouts. They said there's a possibility of some netting that might go up and stuff. Their, their, their proposal should, you know, should include everything. So, um, all those in, oh yeah, everyone in favor of baseball. Uh, all right, there's six of us. When, Wendy's vote. All right. So, the last two, I believe, are the pickleball courts and the Forbes House. So. Pickleball courts. We had five that were under red and two that are under yellow. Any commentary for the pickleball courts? I was a yellow. Um, I just I think this is you know I'm going to be pretty consistent here. I think we should err on the side of inviting people back. I think this one falls into the similar category of um, the Swalley Garden one in that they have a lot of work to do. Um, um, so I don't think it's ready for funding, but I think we should, they, they certainly, of all the applicants, demonstrated the most public support at the initial stage, which wasn't a requirement, I know, but there is clear, I'm a Kelly Field neighbor, there's clearly a constituency out there for dedicated pickleball courts. Um, I, I think we should invite them back, um, but that wasn't a good plan. Um, and and it's not ready for funding, and as is, they will probably get rejected. But um, but I think um, but I think I would like to see them work actively to improve it and to work with town um, bodies. And um, and I personally think they should be thinking about um, multiple sites. So, yeah, I'll just go back to just like, just to the garden, you know, I think that they should come back, that they should come back the next round. Yeah. Like a month and a half is just too, you know, there's a lot of hurdles here to cross yeah. to get them to where they need to be. Um, you know, if they put in for planning for them, they perhaps that would be a little bit easier to stomach. Um, well, what, but I think well, there's a lot about, of hurdles. What, what, what about if they read, read so, so if I was the applicant, I heard this feedback, I might radically reduce the request and make it a planning mm -hmm. But it, right, instead of waiting, yeah, I know it's only three to six months, but you know, instead of waiting for year two, I might say, mm, good points, hopefully they say that, uh, <laughs> and, and submit a much smaller planning grant that gets them um, to a place where they can come back. I guess I'm curious. I'm curious. You sit on you sit on parts and rack, and so um, have this same group come come before your every meeting. Every meeting they come, <laughs> and so they're, they're a fantastic group. Like Tom Sandler Organic, the, the, the vocal. I, I love. Them. I, I really do. I think they're fantastic. I, I get on the 
five commissioners, I think five years ago, and I think at the very first meeting, a gentleman came in and ball. And I was thinking to myself, am I, have I been sleeping like in the cave? Like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. Pickleball. And I had, I, I've never, but now, you know, there's courts in Weymouth. Brain teachers build courts. Randolph is building courts. Um, I agree, I think, with most of the committee that it is, the, the planning is not great and it is a little bit too early, but um, I'd love to see something in the future. I, I think they're, they're a great group. Uh, more and more people are playing it, but you know they need a site. The planning idea is great, but they need a site first to kind of. Um, <laughs> but they're also probably the group that doesn't have the money for the for that right. to do that. So yeah. The, yeah. the committee needs to decide: Do we want to engage in? in I would say I, my personal bias would be to. Move them to the second stage, but in the letter say we would encourage you to turn this into a planning grant as opposed to a full-fledged funding grant. But um, what about the fact that it's coming from an individual? I mean, why is it the first department? Well, and that, that would be another that that would, it would have to yeah. they would well, have to, they would have to go. The, and fund. Where's the money going? The money would have to go to to the town. It would have to go. The applicant is a private individual. Right. It would have to go through Parson. So that's another hurdle yeah, that yeah, has to yeah, go through yeah. there and it wouldn't have to be right. supported. Right. So is that a difficult hurdle? <laughs> yeah, it would yeah, it would go there, yeah. I mean they would have to get uh, you know, they're a little wishy washy exactly where they wanted. At first it was they wanted to take out two tennis courts at Kelly and put two more, but that could truck down because they get used and the high school needs them. Um, then they just said Andrews, we're gonna stick it in a corner at Andrews and we you know, a study needs to be done to figure out. And community. And community. Anything, anything Andrews is really yeah, tough. Right. So I just think. Absolutely. But yeah. see how, I'm trying to see how they can go forward at all because it, they can't be building pickleball courts on town land. No. I don't think they're, I don't think they're a proper applicant. They're not. They would have to go be a co-applicant with Parts and Rec if if they had buy-in to do. Right. The part, the part, part, yeah, no, you can be, but you can be an applicant. But they can so, they can be an applicant if yeah, they were a co-applicant yeah. with Parts and Rec, and we so gave we, money to the Parts. In Boston, the organization I used to yeah. be the executive director of was an applicant for CPA funds in Boston, but we in the application we said we wanted the money to go to the Department of Housing or you know the Department. Mm -hmm. Development at the time, um, and that's what happened. We got funded. My organization didn't receive a yeah, penny. What is their What does their application say? Well, I'm not saying. I, I think we all agree the application say, as is is not, is not ready for funding at, at this point. But it, again, we're talking about whether we ask them to revise the application. Well, yeah, I, think I think you should be telling them to revise the application to have it be coming from a proper party. Yeah, that Correct. would be part of Correct. it. That, that would, would be part of it. Totally yeah. yeah, they can't. And I think we said that in the in the meeting that we can't fund an individual. Um, but or they could form a five hundred one c. They could. I mean, they're or another So, so I'm going to continue to come come back on that. It's January thirteenth. This to me is a huge hurdle. That's why I put up these. Put up these, um, you know, the but traffic. I feel like that's up to the applicant to decide. Like, yeah. you know, I don't feel like I don't feel comfortable us making that decision. Like, oh, there's no way you can figure this out in three months. Maybe they can. Maybe they are now. Who knows? But, but I feel like you know, in the same way that that the 
the hurdles that we identified for the Spalding Garden, I feel like we should let that that burden be on the applicant to, to decide whether or not they're able to to answer those questions in the time that we're giving them. And if not, then presumably they'd come back next time. But there's a, another thing that uh, we can say, and which is what I'm thinking about the Spalding Garden, which is your uh, proposal doesn't fit within the parameters of, of things that we fund. It's not a public use. Which makes it different. Yeah, it's not just. But that's a not entirely clear either, though, is it? Well, that was. All right, maybe it's not. Um, but proof that it is. Because the impression given at the meeting that we had, where the young woman, woman made a presentation, was, was that it was not. That it was, it was not a public, a public space. space. Right. And I, I, I was wanted, not there at the at If the I meeting. wanted to go visit it, I had to make an appointment with her. Or with somebody from the garden. Yeah, I think it's fair to give that type of feedback, that that's not. That's not that doesn't pass muster. That won't pass muster. That doesn't but I think, fit within I agree with Wendy. I think I think we should. You know, obviously, we, Wendy and I have lost two votes on this. But <laughs> we're probably going to lose a third. But I think I would like to see this committee err on the side of always inviting people back, unless it's a slam dunk. No, you know, like we we've made a you know we made two decisions before this meeting to, to reject two applicants, the library and the Squantum project for good reasons. We made a, another decision on, on fire headquarters for good reasons. Those were pretty you know, clear cut. Um, but these, um, I think we're substituting our judgment, saying it's a high hurdle. I can sit here and defend that statement if they are high hurdles. But I think we shouldn't be putting, making the judgment for the applicant that they can't meet that hurdle. If they can't, they won't apply. And um, you know, this is public money, I, right? I mean, We're this one's a little public bit. money, and I think we should err on the side of letting the applicants move forward unless it's very clear that it doesn't qualify. So, so I think, I think with, you know, with feedback, though, yeah, with the type of feedback, feedback we're giving, because, and I think somebody said this, but I think some applicants will choose to wait till year two. But that's fine. That's their choice, as opposed to us making a decision for them. But I, I can see both sides of this definitely. Yeah. But I, that's I think my concern is that's my. I boss. would think that people applying to us would spend a little time thinking about their project and you know what it needs to be a project and things like that. And you know, although this group has been talking to the park board forever about pickleball. They've never presented a plan to the park board to put a pickleball courts at Andrews Park, you know. And well, I agree. I, this project, as presented, is 100%, in my opinion, not ready for funding. Not even close to ready for funding. But I, all I'm talking about, and I think I agree with Wendy here, is we're substituting our judgment for the applicant's judgment. And I don't think we should be doing that. But, but I, I mean, I will. I think this one's different. 
than the small than the small and garden because we had 40 people show up before this committee. I'd least like to give them the benefit of the doubt. They have the energy, like Tom said, and I could I would err on that side and say there's a huge hurdles here, but go ahead and see what you can do. You know, if they they have all these hurdles to 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 uh, you know cross, and I think their application would have to change quite a bit. Um, they would have to get buy-in from the Parks and Rec, obviously, because they would have to they would have to get them as a co-applicant and all that. So. I do think that's a bit different because they have they have had a lot of energy behind them and, and but et cetera. But to be fair though, Rob, you could also get forty garden club members you in that room to, to cheer on the Spalding Garden project too. Could just say it. But there wasn't, right? So. Well there wasn't, but I think also you know, there wasn't there wasn't an expectation of that. You know, I think that this is a learning process. You know, we um, I don't. I don't think that there was. Um, I think that, that the pickleballers took an incredible initiative to do it. Um, but I think that that uh, for next funding round, we're probably going to see a lot more advocates showing up in support of these proposals. You know, now that they see, oh, oh well, we didn't know we could invite all of our friends. You know, yeah. which which I think is a great thing, and it, it is a wonderful opportunity to ask more people the questions that we have um, and, and hopefully you know have someone in the room that has all the answers that we're looking for but but if not I think that we need to give these organizations and entities an opportunity to to gather that information and present it to us in a, in a formal application not just a one sheet proposal here you know, and that's what that's what the second round of, of applications is for, right? To to gather all that information. Well, in this case, in particular, where access is, is a sort of a different issue yeah. to me, and it, it, I agree that to invite a planning grant with the blah 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 kind of makes sense for them to give them the opportunity because there is momentum there. There's no question. But it's also the access. It, it's it would be on town land. Yeah. It's. So I think that's a, yeah. the two applications are a lot different are, are different in that case. They really are processes the same, but yeah, exactly. they are. But Spalding has they have control of the land, which is not the case with the building. Right. They don't have control of the property on which they want to live. Right. But the, but even you know going back to the pickleballers, they don't have necessarily the buy-in from the town yet either. So that, I see it, it's, it's a huge hurdle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, they right. both they both are huge hurdles, and that's probably why it was a red light for both. Um, yeah. But in any case, is there any more discussion around this? If not, can we go to a vote? Uh, who votes to push this one forward to the funding round? Right, so we've got six. So that one will go forward to the to the funding round with many comments. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's my you are no one. All right, last but not least, Forbes House commentary to the Forbes House. So just, just so everyone, that this was one green light, three yellow lights, and three red lights. <laughs> so say, that's why it's the, the, the most, most, most variation. Um, it's also the most, um, the 
the most expensive ask out of the, out of the applications. It, well, so that, yes, they, they originally asked for bonding as well. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't, you know, in the gap because I wasn't here last week. Um, you know, my, I like elements of this. Um, I, I would, I was a yellow vote and I would be consistent in voting to move this or I would be a yes vote on this. But my concern, I don't know if it was addressed last week, was um, the um, electrical and plumbing systems interior build out for office space, particularly that aspect of it. Um, that feels like you couldn't. It, it, it's, it's not could, eligible. It's not eligible. Okay. Um, was that discussed? It was discussed. Okay. So right, we, we we discussed. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I had suggested like the exterior renovation could be yeah. that's a historical yeah. piece, and, and to break the project up into into phases. Um, so that was some feedback that we gave. I mean, the other feedback I would say, you know, being consistent with you know the, the public, I, I mean, I appreciate yeah. this comment about. That the public does have access um, to this, but I, I'm not sure that's appreciated as no. much in town. Well, the reason I brought it up yep. was that when I was on the board, one of the efforts we tried to make was, so how do we make that better known in the right. town? Right. Obviously, we didn't do a very good job, but, but <laughs> no, you're but, right. You're yeah, right. But it, this yeah. could, you know, in some ways, a grant like this or a, an award like this could be a catalyst to helping, you know, even the publicity around doing that, sure. you know, could be a tool to help educate town members, come on in, you know, and, and, and use and, and This is where your money went, come and yeah. enjoy it. Well, I mean, isn't it the idea you know, we haven't talked about the signage on these projects, but that's... Kind of activity space in wasn't Yeah, that it was community. open for public uh, community uses. I think the reflection that I had was that uh, we should ask them to prioritize the pieces of the, the, the proposal that they were looking at. It spelled out amounts of money, but I think prioritizing, and they, um, the lockup did a good job, uh, I think, of prioritizing, and explaining you know, why the walls were prioritized over the roof. So if the Forbes- And, and also the, the, the cost of construction, I, can, <laughs> I see this on a daily basis today, they're up 30 to 40 percent cost of construction. That that was in, so that estimate was two years old. So that's also another huge hurdle for this project. I'm not saying that it's not there, but I would, I think when they come back, if they if we do elect them to come back, we need updated costs of construction. Also, this is a that's a feasibility study, yeah. and this project is is big. It's complex. There needs to be more planning for this project to go through to get actual construction documents forward so that you can see the scope of work that's there. I just don't see it. It's not there yet. It needs to be there, and we're basing that on a feasibility study. So I think there's still hurdles there, and I think they should break, break down a lot of the pieces of the project. And I think that's a way to go forward. But again, it would be this committee leading this process. In, 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 um, so by like funding it right away, and oh, so I so that yeah that's what I'm saying. Like we, we if we would funded it right away, where where is the? I just want to make sure that the you know 
is there other fundraising here? Has it been committed? All those pieces, if, that, if it was put in place and they already had it and came to the committee, it seems like that, that would get you to the end goal. Yeah, would right. seem good. It's, it, but it's almost like we, we're coming in with the seed money first, and then, oh, then we'll get the fundraising and, and everything else. And part of it, too, I think, the last um, meeting I would discuss this too. You know, historic tax credits can, can amount for a 30% of a budget. So that's another way they can fund. And so I just don't, I don't know how they're going to go about funding the, the complete project. Yeah. Right? I agree. I agree, Rob, that they, they specifically said that this would be seed money that they would use to start fundraising. And I, I kind of would see our role as, you know, if they did some fundraising and they were, you know, especially a million dollars short, and, and, you know, we could finish the job for them, I think that might be more appropriate than asking us to come on up front and be the seed money. The other thing that I'm concerned about is the, the notion of bonding, you know, our first time out the door. To me, what I'm really concerned about is that the, you know, when we go to town meeting, this is our first time before town meeting asking for a vote, and although we can legally bond, bond it, I think we should be really conservative and get some, you know, I would hate for, if it's bonded, it's got to get a two-thirds vote, and I, I would hate for us, the first time we go in front of the public, to get a no vote, and two-thirds is very hard to achieve. Especially so I think, for I think we should be, you got to be very careful. So I think, I think we want to do things that we feel really solid about, so that the first time through is an overwhelming success for yep. this committee. Yeah, and I, that's why that's why I wanted to put back this list. I'm all, I'm always looking at the at the end goal and the budget. If I just took out that million dollars and the five hundred thousand dollars of the pickleball court, we are at one point seven million dollars. That is our budget. Well, and then if we take the fire department, well, the fire station too. If we took that back, that's one. one point, so now we're back down to one point two. Which means we have some money we can carry we do have next some year, money. you know, to fund things that we'll have less money next year. I want to ask Kathleen, have you seen, and I, I generally agree with, I think we should be look to be gap fillers as opposed to seed money, but I don't know if that's going to be always possible. So have you seen, and is it, would it be permissible for us to do, for lack of a better term, a contingent grant, a contingent award that doesn't leave our, 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 um, of money. Well, we've done it for and, purchases. And, but, it, it, but it puts... Yeah. Um, no, I've done it for purchases okay. where, you know, we've had $2 million purchase of open space. And so we voted $1.5 million in CPA money. Um, and then, if you know, that would be available. If, if they, they do, the ABC. They came up with the five, okay. other 500. Yeah. Yeah. So we've done those sort of contingent purchases. Um, in this one, you know, for this kind of construction project, um, where we're not buying it, um, it's a little harder to do it that way. But you could say, you could give them a grant agreement that says that, okay, we will fund up to this number, um, but it's contingent upon you providing donations of X and Y and Z. So, you, but unfortunately, you'd still have to vote the highest amount that you were going to give. Right. So you, right. would, you would have that bonding in place. You still have to have that vote. 
it's got contingencies on it, like any other kind of deal. Um, but you still have to go through with the two thirds. Well, 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 we wouldn't need two thirds only if we bonded them. I, I said, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's right. what I'm saying. If you were bonded, if it's all right, right, right. If you were bonded, I don't know where we end up. Like hypothetically, if you, if we said, we'll, Fun we'll, uh, we'll show <laughs> our expression of interest in this project by, by awarding the project a hundred. I'm just going to make these numbers up. A hundred thousand um, dollars, contingent upon you um, raising raising X. You know. Well, and, as I said, and, you and need, so I would do. A, you would do a grant agreement, yeah. for example. Yeah. So you would vote the hundred thousand dollars. And you would say that you would do it, there would be a disbursement schedule. So I'm not going to give you the $100,000 right I'm going to give you 5000 for the surveys and whatever, $10,000 for this and blah, blah, blah. And then upon demonstration of donations of X amount, we let the rest of it go. But you've already voted the yeah. grant. No, it's a real vote. Yeah. But, it's, but, but then it's, you could stick It puts the burden on them to meet whatever hurdles. Well, and then you also say if you don't do anything for the next three years, yeah, it comes back. Yeah. A better uh, possible plan. But, what, but what you're talking about is like a complete different application. Right. Like we're, we're basically right. recreating their application yeah. to go. to go. Yeah. Yeah. But another way to think about it, which could be an opportunity for them, is to name it a challenge grant instead of a contingency. Yeah, so it's that's a better really word. Yeah. Yes. To yeah. go out and say, look what we've got. That's better phrasing. Also worry that this would be the only one that we're proposing that's on, on private land and not you know on public land. What, what type of community and events do they do now currently? There, there is some like there's the barn fest yeah. and, and whatever, but Living these are also but these they, these are also day. money. This yeah. is also money for them. So we're going to be funding this in their private organization, and they still well, raise we're gonna money. We're going to get a restriction. We're going to get a restriction in return. You're going to purchase. Preservation of you know, or an access system, or something like that. So it, that's when you give money to a private entity. Yeah, we're saying, you're saying now we've had access. Well, we would no have it be in a document. Yeah, but I, there's already been access. Yeah, but nobody knows about it and nobody uses it. It's not coming out. Well, I, I, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I think people know. probably go and, and hang out on the do. grounds. It's like they, I have. Yeah. Sure. Um, but what I'm saying is that so that when you give, it's not unusual to use CPA funds for a private property. And as a matter of fact, I mean, most of the time you're buying open space, you're paying somebody for it, and you're doing affordable housing, and you're paying a developer for it. And so, you know, historic preservation, you're getting a historic preservation restriction for that money. So most of the time you are getting something, and this private property, private entity is not unusual. But, you know, there's strings attached. So, you know, you say, okay, fine, it'll be a million dollars, but in return, we're going to get, you know, some some restrictions, some access easements. Don't they have it already? Isn't there historic preservation on it? Who knows? I don't know. No. I don't know. I mean, even if it's considered within, uh, you know, uh, National Historic Register, that does not necessarily put restrictions on it automatically. So I don't know what those restrictions yes. are. That, that may have been placed on it. But, so you would yeah. say, um, by, by uh, and I may not be using your uh, correct terminology, by, by uh, buying a preservation 
he mm -hmm. we would say, yeah, we'll give you the money, but you can't take the cupola off the barn. Well, yeah, there'd be some sort of, there'd be a facade, you know, that. most of the time it's a facade easement. You're not going to touch right. the inside. You don't really care about that. But, um, and you'll say, okay, the outside has to look like X, you know, you can't do anything with the outside. Okay. Um, usually the inside we don't get involved with. Um, but the exterior, you'd have some kind of preservation restriction on it. They, you know, whether, I don't know that they have a no build restriction on the rest of the property. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, we don't know because we haven't done the title. There's there's opportunity to use the money in return for preservation restriction of some sort. One of the other things that the Town of Plymouth CPC does that, that I think has been really beneficial um, is that when they've given money to historic sites, they've uh, the CPC has put up a sign Mm -hmm. that is, you know, preservation works yeah. and talks about the project, talks about the CPA, talks about you know, the work that the committee does. And, and it's a great way to, to publicize the, the strengths of the, of the CPA. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, you know, I think that it's, for me, it's like free advertising for, for the CPA, which again, you know, when time comes for a town meeting to to vote again on whether or not we want to keep the CPA, these kinds of publicity opportunities are really, really important. I mean, I, th I think some of the big benefits of the Forbes House Bond is there isn't a, a, a very public meeting spot in Milton right now. That could be it. So I do see a lot of upside for it, but it seems like just like everything else, there's a lot of hurdles in this project to go, and we would be seeding the money, <laughs> for all the better words, for it. So I think there's there's a lot of hurdles there, but it's it's an interesting. <laughs> this is a this is a tough one. Again, I think given the given the back, I given them the back, have them come back. This is important feedback that they should be listening to, and let's see. Um, yeah, they're, unlike some of the entities, they're a staffed entity that is an established that, entity. Established, so it's got resources to, to respond in reasonable time to some of these suggestions, and whether they can meet it by January 13th or not, I don't know. But. I kind of think differently. I, I think it should be a no. I don't think we should be giving seed money, and I don't think we want to bond. Coming yeah, that's right part of the feedback. I'm not saying we should. Yeah. I'm just saying that's part of the feedback. I, I, so I so it goes to goes to the challenge. You know, Jenny's challenge grant idea, or or I'm not saying that was your idea. It was my idea, but <laughs> but it was. But yeah, it, it'll but give them an opportunity to come back to, to the board and rethink it or whatever. I, I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm very much on the fence about this one. But I'm confused. If this says when it says in your column of bonding, it says Forbes House no. So why are we talking about bonding? Well, they proposed. They proposed yes. I think it it should be a yes. And I thought if it, if it was gonna if we were gonna bond it. Would have to go for town meeting. We would need a two-thirds vote. I don't know if we. It, it, I don't know if we necessarily want to go through that. But 
Well, I don't think this project was ready to be no. for, for us to bond. I, I mean, I think you know the whole seed money issue is, is. So they should come back next year when they get the proposal. Yeah, I mean, here's where you get from the post office. Yeah, you know, again, I, I, I could, I could stomach like if Tom came back and he, if they had a plan and said, listen, we're going to get thirty percent from state and federal money, and we were going to get sixty percent of the money privately raised and said. We're going to ask for three hundred thousand dollars or something, right? Or whatever it is. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing it hypothetically out there. Yeah. But they don't. They don't have any of that. And so, well, but, the, but we don't know <laughs> that they wouldn't respond to this conversation by coming back right. with that. With right. That, right. Whatever it is. Yeah. That's my point about all these applications. Is we don't know what the applicant will do after hearing our feedback. Right. And we're making assumptions, and I think I don't think we should make those assumptions. I think we should let the applicant um, respond. And if they respond appropriately, that convinces the, the nine of us, then they're going to get some funding. And remember, we also have the opportunity. They can apply for $3 billion, but we can fund 5000 right? Yeah. We can knock it down. We don't have to ask for we don't have to agree with anything that they, I mean, you know, there's a grant agreement and stuff like that, but we have control over how much we get um, and for what purposes. So I, 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 I guess, you know, I'm, I'm a community organizer by tra training and I'm, um, I think in these early years particularly, but maybe even going forward, Building and maintaining a political constituency in this town for this law, um, and having people feel good about this law is very important. I think for for Milton, for the future, um, and for citizens by citizen buy-in. So I, that's why I err on the side of inviting people back to be hopefully to be responsive to the opinions of members of this committee, but I think um, I think just too many no's is not a good um, political look. I, think, I agree with I you. Kind of the opposite. I think, you know, we're demonstrating to the public that we're taking management of their money seriously and expect, you know, that's I, why we're gonna, that's what we're going to do in the, in the second so we're going to put all our decisions off to to February. We're not. I think we're making huge, important decisions today with the feedback we're giving them. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is we're substituting our judgment for the applicant's judgment, and I don't believe that's the proper thing. I'd like to see the applicants put more effort into developing. That's what I'm saying. I agree <laughs> with the you. original, el you know, eligibility. I would. We hope didn't that ask they would for it. But we didn't ask yeah. them to do that. It was a it was a one picture that we can't blame. It's the first year. Well, let, <laughs> we can't blame let, them. Let, let, I will go back. We, we have nine yeses to, to go on to the funding, so I feel like we're we're making progress. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> so it, I think right. we're making progress. We're, we're, we're right. quibbling about the. We're quibbling about about, the, about the, it. Details. We have we have one more. This is the last application. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're on the fence of it, but I think if there isn't any more commentary on the Forbes House, I think we should. Well, the only question I have is if unresolved is about the bond or not. And it seems to me we have to indicate whether they should proceed with that or not. And again, to your point, Tom, that 
is it for us to say that it'll be difficult for them to pass two-thirds? Well, but it's it's our committee that's going to have to go before oh, yeah. a town meeting to do it after the body. So so that's going to fall on us, not the applicant. Right. So right. I'm. <laughs> um, well, yeah, sort of. But I mean, we'll be speaking on their behalf, basically. Right. So we'll be speaking on our behalf. On our behalf, and so I'm a yeah. You know, They're not doing a presentation. Right. The town <laughs> we would be, and, and we would have to be have the body for all those reasons. And where this project is currently, I would be for not to bond this project, right? I think definitely I would not be apt to say we're going to give them a million dollars. And it's too big of a risk. It's too big of a risk. It's, it's, you know, so I would say that's why I, I had on there probably no originally. I just think it's it's a big, big ask for to do that. Yeah, but. The Right. So my only point is, if they come back with a hundred thousand dollar challenge grant type idea or whatever, we yeah. might. If that's not bond. Well, that's a that's a that's a radical revamp of of uh, of this proposal. But that's plausible. Um, you know, certainly if I was the executive director of a nonprofit and I was hearing this feedback, I would give serious consideration to coming in with something. Greatly revised <laughs> because knowing that the, the million dollar bonding thing is, is probably not starting. So, but, do you, so, do you want to put forward that vote thing specifically, no bond and a revision? Well, I, I don't We, we, we don't even have, have to vote, vote on, on that. that. The, the only thing we need to vote on comments. is yes. yes, I would say the comment letter, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah right. the comment letter. So, should, that would be the understanding of Yeah, that we're not, we don't have an appetite for bonding this yeah. project. I think it puts too much of the taxpayer dollar at risk that of a project that's not you know, advanced enough, you know, in, in its financing to um, to justify. It. I think we also need to specify that we will be seeking some type of historic restriction um, because that. That we did. We, we did say that though at the last meeting, and oh, we, said we, 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 said, we said we said we said we said we we said that we would request that, and they said you know, they were they were okay with that. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Good, good. They said they were okay. They wanted to be like a bait and switch. Oh, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah no, no, no. I think I think they 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 were aware of that. Okay. So, um, so I think we should. So, we're voting for no no bonding. It's getting late. No bonding, and whether or not we want them to go on to the funding funding round with amendments that and commentary that we spoke about. All those in favor of putting it forward to funding? One, two, three, four, five. So that is a yes. <laughs> Uh, I think yes. I'm writing that. Okay. All right. So when we that one's gonna need a lot of what we can pass it back and forth. So all these letters, I imagine we'll send them to the full committee to look at to see if they have any. I think that would be worth. So so we the three of us have have uh, divided and conquered the the list, but I think it will be useful <laughs> to. Send all these around, especially with the comments, because I'm sure we, we might have missed some or not. Or not. Um, 
so just so we're we're clear then the 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 applications that we have moved forward to funding are the Affordable Housing Trust, the Forbes House, the Town Lockup, the Turner's Pond Path Improvement, the Milton Farmers Market, the Peverly Playground, the Pope's Pond Pedestrian Bridge, the Milton America Baseball, the Pickleball Courts, and the Stadium and the two that we, that won't be moving forward are the Milton Fire Headquarters and the Spalding Garden uh, Masonry Stadium. And, and just so we're transparent with the public, if they ask why, the reason is because the Fire Headquarters, there's the issue with the planting of funding that's already been allocated. And the reason for Spalding? Spalding. We, we don't think it meets the definition of a historic resource in the statute. It's not on the list. It's not on the local historic commission's list. Is there also an issue about um, public access? Well, I think that's you know to be determined. That's to be determined as well. But I think the basic problem is it doesn't meet the definition. But. As a but how do we resource. know that? I just read the statute to see whether it, they didn't say in their application that they are on the list of National Register of Historic Places. No, they're on National Register. It, for well, sure. they, they didn't it say in their municipal. one page. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but uh, but you know, I and I think the other issue is that we don't know what they're doing. You know, five thousand dollars to right. do a do a masonry. Um, you know. And and then it almost falls in with some of these others. Yeah, I would. I think the basic issue is that I don't think they qualify as a historic resource. I agree with all of that, but I would move to reconsider just Spalding Garden. And I would would give them the hurdles that we gave the others. This would be 11 of 12 projects, with the 12th being a pretty clear cut. You know, it just, it's supplanting. Justification for but I would, I would, I, there's hurdles with these other projects too. I agree with Tom. I, I think we should be consistent, and they either meet it or don't. But it's it's a it's a small application, and we should invite them to address those issues in the letter, and they'll either be able to do that or they won't. And so all those in, all those in favor of moving it forward to funding. <laughs> It's the same letters you said. I think maybe we change our language a little bit. Moving to a second round as opposed to moving forward. I mean, no, it's semantics yeah, a little bit. Where we use a full application. Invite a full, full application. I think that's yes. a great word right. because it doesn't imply, yeah, in terms of the eventual yes or no. All right. So good work. Committee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, yes. this, this, is, yeah. this is good stuff. Yeah. Will it get easier? I don't think so. All right. So, so Julie, I hope you took good notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
We got because we got a we got some long letters. We're not, yeah, so so the next meeting won't be till January twenty fifth. So to be honest, the the rest of the bulk of this work will fall on us to commit these, to put these letters out the next week. So I make a motion to adjourn. Yes. Second. All those in favor? Have a lovely holiday, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming, advisor. <laughs> yeah. Thank God.